0: Holes by Lewis Satcher Chapter 4 Stanley felt somewhat dazzled as the guard unlocked his handcuffs and let him off the bus. He had been on the bus for over eight hours. Be careful, the bus driver said, as Stanley walked down the steps. Stanley wasn't sure if the bus driver meant for him to be careful going down the steps or if he was telling him to be careful at Camp Green Lake. Thanks for the ride, he said. His mouth was dry and his throat hurt. He stepped onto the hard, dry dirt. There was a band of sweat around his wrist where the handcuff had been. The land was barren and isolated. He could see a few run down buildings and some tents. Farther away, there was a cabin beneath two tall trees. Those two trees were the only plant life he could see. They weren't weeds. The guard led Stanley to a small building. A sign out front said, You're entering Camp Green Lake Juvenile Correction fa- pe- Facility. Next to it was another sign which declared that the violation of Texas Penal Code to bring guns, explosive weapons, drugs or alcohol onto the premises. As Stanley read the sign, he couldn't help but think, Well, duh. The guard led Stanley into the building, where he felt the welcome relief of air conditioning. The man was sitting with his feet up on a desk. He turned his head when Stanley and the guard entered, but otherwise he didn't move. Even though he was inside, he wore sunglasses and a cowboy hat. He also had a can of soda, and the sight of it made Stanley even more aware of his own thirst. He waited while the bus guard gave the man some papers to sign. That's a lot of sunflower seeds, the bus guard said. Stanley noticed a burlap sack filled with sunflower seeds on the floor next to the desk. "'I quit smoking last month,' said the man in the cowboy hat. He had a tattoo of a rattlesnake on his arm, and as he signed his name, the rattlesnake seemed to wiggle. "'I used to smoke a pack a day. Now I eat a sack of these a week.' The guard laughed. There must have been a small refrigerator behind his desk, because the man in the cowboy hat produced two more cans of soda for a second. Stanley hoped that one might be for him. But the man gave one to the guard and said the other was for the bus driver. Nine hours here and now nine hours back, the guard grumbled. What a day! Stanley thought about the long, miserable bus ride and felt a little sorry for the guard and the bus driver. The man in the cowboy hat spit sunflower sheets into a waste paper basket. Then he walked around the desk to Stanley. "'My name is Mr. Sir,' he said. "'Whenever you speak to me, you must call me by my name. "'Is that clear?' Stanley hesitated. Uh, "'Yes, Mr. Sir,' he said, "'though he couldn't imagine that the actual man's name was Mr. Sir.' "'You're not in Girl Scouts anymore,' Mr. Sir said. "'Stanley had to remove his clothes in front of Mr. Sir, "'who made sure he wasn't hiding anything. "'He was given two sets of clothes and a towel. Each set consisted of a long-sleeved orange jumpsuit, an orange t-shirt, and yellow socks. Stanley wasn't sure if the socks had been yellow originally. He was also given white sneakers, an orange cap, and a canteen made of heavy plastic, which unfortunately was empty. The cap had a piece of cloth sewn at the back of it for neck protection. Stanley got dressed. The clothes smelt like soap. Mr. Sir told him he should wear one set to work and one set for relaxation. Laundry has done every three days. On that day, his work clothes would be washed, then the other set would become his work clothes, and he would get clean clothes to wear while resting. You have to dig one hole each day, including Saturdays and Sundays. Each hole must be five feet deep and five feet across in every direction. Your shovel is your measuring stick. Breakfast is served at 4.30. Stanley must have looked surprised because Mr. Sir went out to explain how they started early to avoid the hottest part of the day no one is going to babysit you he added the longer it takes you to dig the longer you'll be out in the sun if you dig up anything interesting you are to report it to me or any other counselor when you finish the rest of the day is yours stanley nodded to show he understood this isn't girl scout camp said mr sir he checked stanley's backpack and allowed him to keep it then he led stanley outside into the blazing heat Take a good look around you, said Mr. Sir. What do you see? Stanley looked across the vast wasteland. The air seemed thick with heat and dirt. Not much, he said. Then hastily added, Mr. Sir. (coughs) Mr. Sir laughed. Do you see any guard towers? No. Have I an electrical fence? No, Mr. Sir. There's no fence at all, is there? No, Mr. Sir. Do you want to run away? Mr. Sir asked him. Stanley looked back at him, unsure what he meant. If you are to run away, go ahead. Start running. I'm not going to stop you. Stanley didn't know what kind of game Mr. Sir was playing. I see you're looking at my gun. Don't worry. I'm not going to show it to you. He tapped his holster. This is for yellow-spotted lizards. I won't waste a bullet on you. I'm not going to run away, Stanley said. Good thinking, said Mr. Sir. Nobody runs away from here. We don't need a fence. Know why? Because we got only water a hundred miles. You want to run away? You'll be a buzzard for food in three days. Stanley could see some kids dressed in orange and carrying shovels, dragging themselves towards the tents. You thirsty? Mr. Sir asked. Yes, Mr. Sir, Stanley said gratefully. Well, you better get used to it. You're going to be thirsty for the next 18 months.